What's going on, FA Nation? Welcome back. Week 15, two-minute drill review. I'm Dan Malin, joined by Mike Alexander. Mike, happy holidays to you. Uh, how did week 15 go for you? It's a nice uh, change for the positive. You, you had some news breaking late Sunday morning, and that, uh, if you were paying attention, helped you get where you needed to be, I think. Definitely seemed like it was the kind of week, and I think uh, J.J. Zacharyson pointed this out on Twitter, but it, it really did seem like the kind of week where a lot of five or six seeds or you know maybe teams that dominated in Week 14 also pulled off upsets and over teams that had buys last week simply by plugging in and playing Tony Pollard almost out of necessity. I was I couldn't stomach possibly playing him over reliable guys like James Robinson, Miles Sanders, even Kenyon Drake. Um, obviously, I was I was wrong in that regard because Pollard had a day, but I I did start Pollard in two leagues where I I really had just kind of like fringe flex options. Um, but we will lead it off with Pollard and the Cowboys uh, with Zeke inactive on Sunday. Pollard became not necessarily a must start, but a must add, uh, and he paid off big with thirty one point two points in PPR formats. Uh, if Zeke is out this week, where does Pollard rank against the Eagles, who basically seem to allow a running back to score almost every week? It's weird. The Eagles, you know, for years have been such a tough defense for running backs to get any production from. Uh, you know, and it started out that way this year. You just, it wasn't a good idea, but for whatever reason, you know, their their defense, I think, as a whole, is having trouble. The secondary is having trouble. And, um, you know, that, that it's kind of a downward spiral for every part of the defense. Uh, and they've had injuries on the defensive line as well. So, uh, you know, Philly having less and less to play for. Uh, you know, you, you, we'll talk about Wentz in a minute, but he's also causing a little bit of hubbub. I think he's pretty safe to start. Uh, and what, what I think really gets him there is his pass-catching ability. Because that was typically even in their heyday, the Eagles' defense when when you, you know, they would never give up a hundred yard rusher. They rarely give up a rushing touchdown. Pass catching backs could still get it done because their linebackers were where they kind of ignored, uh, you know, they they didn't focus on that portion of the defense. It was secondary and D line was where they had focused their attentions. Linebackers are typically who matches up covering a pass catcher. So uh, their linebackers are not good this season they will probably have trouble covering Tony Pollard, who is very electric. Uh, do you think that there's at least a good chance that Zeke plays this week? Only because I only asked because he was a last minute inactive. And it, yeah. for me, it, I had the sense going into this weekend that he was going to play. So it's, I don't necessarily want to say that it's a lock that Zeke is out next week either. But at the same time, it's like, you know, would it surprise me if Dallas shut him down? Yes. Only in the sense, because I don't really think teams really buy into shutting players down. Yeah, we wouldn't say lock to 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 miss the game, but I get the feeling from him he's, you know, he got that contract. He's like, <laughs> I, I don't need to go out and he's fat take and happy years off my career anymore. Like I, I did that, I got the contract. That's the running back life cycle. So you know, I'm, I'm in it and and I'm living up to it. So um, if I feel good enough to play, I'll play. And you know, he's clearly without that offensive line getting that push that it used to he's not the same guy so um i doubt that they would eat, even if zeke was 100 percent, be smart enough to involve pollard heavily enough uh for his talents but um yeah i, I mean it, it would cut into pollard a little bit you just you just get less opportunities 
less chances to score touchdowns. So, All right, move on to the other side of the ball. Jalen Hurts followed up last week's impressive game with an even more impressive performance against Arizona. Uh, it was a losing effort, but he did total 338 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, with the news that Carson Wentz apparently wants out of Philadelphia because he doesn't want to be a backup quarterback, who does? Uh, where would you rank Jalen Hurts at quarterback heading into the next season? Because you know, we're obviously, especially in fantasy football, we're, we're characters of such reactionary habit where we seem to fall in love with like, what a guy is currently doing. But you know, this could simply be a fact that teams don't have enough tape on him. Give give all 31 other NFL teams an offseason uh, to prep and scheme and just review tape. And we could be looking at regression similar to like what Lamar Jackson saw this year. You know, he took the league by storm last year and then obviously saw regression this year, but he's turned it on lately. Where would you rank Hertz at quarterback heading into 2021? He's actually a pretty nice fit for the scheme. Uh, you know, the, the, the rushing ability is obviously uh, humongous for fantasy players. You're, you're going to get a floor out of him that you may not get from other guys that are going to be in that range, you know, the, the you know, QB 10 ish range, like just after that, you got, you know, your Matt Ryan's, your Matthew Stafford's, those kind of guys, if they only have one touchdown, um, yeah, you know, they're just not going to pay your bills. So I think he's going to be trendy. If he continues this, he may push up to a spot. You're not comfortable getting him. I still worry about the team as a whole. The offensive line has been deteriorating. You know, they've got some guys that could maybe step up and show, uh, you know, um, uh, their uh, their tackle, uh, Austin Dillon, I believe is his name, uh, who got hurt in the beginning of the year. You know, he was a first-round draft pick. They traded up for him to get him, but he hasn't quite shown, you know, that he was deserving of that first-round status yet. Today, you know, this year was supposed to be the year, but I think it was a torn bicep. We didn't get to see him hardly at all. Uh, and then, um, you know, the wide receiver core as well. They've got some promising young players, but they, they're still stuck with these guys like Alshon and, and Deshaun Jackson. And, um, you know, who knows what they're going to do with Zach Ertz. I can't see them paying Zach Ertz. But, right. Um, He's know, probably gone. Yeah, you would they have love, to think somebody's, somebody's going to pay him, you know, right. uh, that, that is – desperate but you know dallas goddard jalen rager travis uh, fulham and um you know some other guys in that young wide receiver core would look nice on paper um you know so i think there is potential for hertz it's just that he probably gets pushed to a spot you're you're going to start to question whether you want to commit uh the jets beat the rams and in doing so have lost out on trevor lawrence as the jaguars currently own the first overall pick so it's simple if they lose their last two games they get the first pick, and they win the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Uh, does this one victory potentially set the Jets back a few years? And I want to touch on the Rams as well. I don't know what to make of Los Angeles right now. Uh, over the last few weeks, they were looking like one of the more complete teams in the league, and then they just get completely dismantled and just really fumble an easy win away against the Jets. I kind of feel like that was a trap game. You know, uh, it was such an easy one to look past. Everybody's kind of looking at their playoff matchups and, um, you know, they, they just kind of maybe didn't put in full effort this week, things like that. So, um, you know, it, it makes sense to me. This this late in the season, you're, you're, you are looking ahead naturally. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't think the the Rams are as complete of a team. They they have done this in this season already, where it's like we think they're they're a, you know really solid team. They're going to smash, and then they come out and disappoint. Uh, with McVay's style, it's it's a very fine line that he walks. It's it's actually, and I I know two years ago they had really explosive offense, but um, I think a big part of that was a product of their defense giving up points a lot, and you know their defense has improved uh, under Gus Bradley the last two seasons. So they're not trying to to get into these shootouts. They're trying to play a, a, a more sound football and. You know, they're they're not able to turn it on. I don't think the way they used to, especially with Goff. I wouldn't say regressing, but he's, you know, the league I think has the book on him, and we know what he is. Yeah, if you if you if, if they're having to come from behind, if they're having to get into a shootout, you know, the defenses have ways to to cause problems for him that aren't a big challenge. So, yeah, uh, Rams Rams are maybe. You know, not going to go as deep as people think. And then the Jets, you know, I kind of think it's karmic balance. Like, they shouldn't get Trevor Lawrence. I just think it would ruin him. <laughs> like, but, but um, you know, there, there are people out there. I'm, I'm not going to proclaim to be a guy that is a, a college tape grinder and, and a, a draft pro. But, you know, I know there's people out there who say he's not the prospect everyone makes him out to be you know he's not that that once in a once in a decade prospect um you know maybe he is maybe he isn't he's obviously the first pick but there are people who say he may not even be the best quarterback from this class when all is said and done um you know we'll we'll see where that lands so i kind of think that it's not the the huge deal that everyone's making it out for the jets i think they're still probably gonna um get really quality players if if they make the right picks. Uh, it, it would, you know, if they end up number two, they're going to. They should improve their football team. Um, I think it more comes down to scouting, coaching, GM. You know, Darnold, Sam Darnold could could or could not be the quarterback of the future. I would hate to see them not get rid of Gase. I can't see how they don't get rid of Gase. But right. if they keep Gase, like then it wouldn't matter if they got Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Um, with a ton of big performances on Sunday, we're now through 15 weeks of the regular season, heading into the final week for fantasy football for most leagues. Uh, but who is your overall fantasy MVP of the 2020 season? Could be a quarterback, positional player, or a guy that was drafted in the mid to late rounds. For me, it's James Robinson. A uh, guy went undrafted in, in several leagues, and he was an RB1. Uh, sucks that he got injured in the fourth quarter of Sunday's game. It was a tough matchup, but at the same time, like he, he is... He, he can get 20 to 25 touches every week. So for me, it's James Robinson, but I'm curious to see who you think is the fantasy MVP of the 2020 season. And, and J-Rob even had a, a handful of games this year where he had touchdowns called back. Yeah. It was just like plaguing him for a little bit there. Uh, so he might have even had a better season. Uh, yeah, for me, positional player, you know, right now it's hard not to say Derrick Henry. If, if you had, if you made the playoffs and you had him, uh, you're feeling pretty good. You're probably steamrolling folks. Yeah. Um, as far as quarterback, though, goes, because that tends to be the spot, Kyler Murray, it's tempting to say, but with that shoulder stuff, you know, he probably didn't get you, you know, unless you had a bye, he probably didn't get you where you needed to be in the playoffs. Sure. Um, for me, it might be Josh Allen, uh, because people were really doubting Josh Allen continuing what he did last season or even improving on it. And adding Stephon Diggs has obviously 
been a, a godsend. He's propelled Josh Allen to the next level. And, and Allen has done it for Diggs as well. You know, getting getting into the spotlight on his own has really helped for Diggs. But having a quarterback who can be aggressive, who's got the big arm, you know, just such a, a perfect match. And uh, what are you looking forward to in the upcoming week? Uh, fantasy championships for a lot of people. Uh, we have four days of NFL football coming up. We have a Christmas night game on Friday, three games Saturday, full slate of game. Well, not a full slate since the <laughs> slate's so spread out. Uh, but the usual, you know, 10-ish games on Sunday with a game on Monday night as well. Which game are you looking forward to the most this Christmas weekend? Yeah, Christmas game is pretty fun. Uh, yeah, a game that could get sloppy good could be Bengals-Texans, uh, you know, Neither defense playing real well. I was I was not expecting you to see the Bengals Texans. <laughs> yeah, it's what it's, it's like that, that's where we are in the in the season. Like, you know, if you targeted uh, Saints Chiefs last week, you, you you probably did fine, but you like you you weren't taking down GPPs. So, you know, you you need to get that that gross game right. Um, yeah, and, and then Rams Seahawks is probably yeah. a bit grindier than people are expecting, but I think that's still you know, a, a big divisional matchup and going to be a really fun game. Yeah, For me, I'm kind of looking forward to Broncos Chargers, a couple of five and nine teams. Um, yeah. I think we're all kind of dying to see Jerry Judy or just the Broncos offense in general uh, take the next, next step. Noah Fant had a nice game on Saturday. Um, could be another huge offensive output game for the Chargers, but I, I actually do really like the Broncos, especially for DFS, because Jerry Judy, I think, is under 4K. I think KJ Hamler and Noah Fant might also be under 4K. Uh, it's definitely a game I'm going to be looking at uh, in, uh, next week for DFS. But, Mike, thank you so much for your time. Once again, happy holidays to you and to your family. Uh, best of luck to you, and best of luck to the FA Nation in Week 16. Go get those championships, people.